Good morning, Nachum. Good to have a Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Lech Lecha. With Parshas Lech Lecha, we begin the, quote, creation of the Jewish people. Indeed, let's go back to the very beginning of Bereshis, the beginning of chapter 2, where the Torah tells us, Ela todos shemaim ba'aretz. This is the unfounding, the gene- genealogy of heaven and earth, Behibar'am. Literally, Behibar'am, when they were created. Says the Balaturim on the word Behibar'am, that the letters, when you scramble them, they are Be'avraham. And what is the Torah teaching us? That the world was created for Avraham. The world was created for the Jewish people. And so, how do how do the Jewish people come about? And tell us about Avram Avinu. So amazing, in contrast to last week's parsha of Noah, where the Torah begins and says, you want to know who Noah was? He's an Ish, he's a Tzaddik, he's a Tomim. Wow, when it comes to Avraham, all the Torah tells us is, Vayom Hashem el-Avram, God says to Avram, Lech Lecha, go, and guess what? He goes. That's who Avram Avinu is. And the Mishnah tells us in the fifth chapter of Avos that Avram was tested with ten tests, and the great majority of those tests are found in this week's parsha of Lech Lecha as well. I'd like to focus on a very, forgive me, subtle point, but I think it has a very powerful uh, message, and that is as follows. In Perik Yud Dalid, in chapter 14, the Torah tells us of the war that Avraham participates in. Namely, that there are five kings who are living and reigning in the land of Canaan, Israel. And these five kings are attacked when they stop paying taxes to Kedor uh, Omer, they're attacked by the four kings. The four kings come and they defeat the five. And so what happens now? The land of Israel has been overrun by the four kings. The Torah tells us that a polit, an escapee from the war, namely, our rabbis attribute that to Og, who later on becomes Melech HaBoshan, Og comes, informs Avram that his nephew Lot was taken captive, and Avram takes 318 men, and the Torah tells us that he defeats the four kings, and now Avram has woe, possession of the land. Before we go any further, let's remind ourselves that our claim to Eretz Yisrael is manifold. The very first Rashi, the book of Bereshis, is that why do we have the book of Bereshis? It is our deed to the land of Israel, HaKadosh Baruch who created the entire world. It's his It's his to give to whomever he wants, and he gave this land to 
Avram Avinu, as the Torah tells us at the very beginning of Parshas Lech Lecha, when Avram comes to uh, Eretz Canaan, Hashem Kaveyochel takes out his guitar and sings to Avram Avinu, this land is your land. But now, taking it much deeper, Avram Avinu fights for, and to the victor belongs the spoil, Avram Avinu conquered the land. Good. Now what? So the Torah tells us that the king of Sodom, one of those five kings who was defeated, comes to Avram Vivinu and says, let's make a deal. All right? Give me my people. Let me have my people. But the all of the booty, all of the wealth that after all, to the victor, belongs the spoils, kachloch, take for yourself. And here we find an amazing response of Avram Avinu. And this is found in Perik Yudalid, chapter 14, and Pasuk 22. So Avram responds and answers to the king of Sodom. Harimosi yodi el Hashem kel elyon konei shemayim ve'oretz. I lift up my hand to Hashem. And this, Rashi tells us, is a lashon shavua. He is taking an oath. And what is the oath that Avram takes? Im michut v'yadzroch na'al. Be it as much as, literally, a shoe strap. All right? Will I take anything from you? Why? That you should not be able to say, That I made Avram rich. What's going on here? Well, Rashi tells us, and let's remember everybody, at the very beginning of the parsha, when Hashem says to Avram, Lech Lecha, that you have to relocate, you have to leave where you are now and go to a whole new location. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu says to him that, I will bless you. And Rashi says, quoting from the Medrash. Momon means with wealth. Avram is clearly concerned that were he to take from the king of stone, then the king of stone would say, take a look. I, I, I made Avram wealthy, and this would then cause, Avram is concerned, a diminution in the Kvod Shemayim, and it would cause a Chil Hashem, because after all, it's Hashem who promised him his wealth, and not coming from the king of Sodom. And therefore, what does Avram do? Avram girds himself. Like the Ramban says, Mikan, from here we see that the Tzadikim, what do they do? They are Nishba'im. They swear as Yitzran. They too have a quote-unquote Yetzirah. Avram Avinu had a lot to do and could have done with all the money and booty. Come on, what does Avram do with his money? As we find at the end of next week's parsha, right before the Akedah, Vayita Eishel, Biver Sheva. What does Avram do with his money? He opens up Eishel, Achila Shesia Lina. He gives 
people, wayfarers, a place to eat, a place to drink, a place to sleep, gives them all free room and board. And when they come to him and say, wow, thank you, thank you, what does he say? Don't thank me, thank the one above. And so Avram uses his wealth for Kirov. And we know the Rambam writes in the first chapter of Hilchos Avodah that Avram had tens, in the plural, tens of thousands of students and disciples. So Avram has what to do, and yet he's concerned. But I would like to make the question even stronger. Namely, we find that earlier in Perik Yud Gimel, when the Torah tells us that Avram comes back from Mitzrayim, so what does the Torah tell us over there? The Torah says at the beginning of Perik Yud Gimel, and this is Yud Gimel Beis, Avraham Kaved Ma'od. Avraham was not just wealthy, he was exceedingly wealthy. Ba'mikneh, ba'kesef, uvazahov. With what? With livestock, with silver, with gold. So Avram has, forgive me, a lot of money. He's a very rich man. And now he's afraid that, oh, so the answer, and I believe you've heard this from me many times, I just want to apply it to another area. Rav Hirsch, Zechrona of Racha, teaches that the Torah most always teaches in the extreme. How do I know that a Jewish wife gets a ksuba? The Torah doesn't say any place. If a man marries a woman, then he is to give his wife a ksuba. No. The Torah says in Pashas Mishpatim that if there is an Omar Ivriya, what does that mean? It means that a man was so destitute that he had no choice but to sell his daughter as a maidservant. And then the Torah strongly recommends that either the master or one of his sons marry this girl. So I would have thought that perhaps she is, after all, from the lowest strata of society, at least from an economic point of view, that maybe, maybe she... No, the Torah says that she gets a ksuba. She'ira, ksusa, v'onasa, lo yigra. If she gets a ksuba, all the more so a regular Jewish woman. The Torah doesn't say to bury a Jewish individual. The Torah says in Pashas say that if, God forbid, there's a criminal and he was hung, you're not to what? Leave his body overnight. You want to bury him on that very same day. Ah, oh, I bury a criminal? All the more so. And I believe the Torah is telling us the same thing over here with Avram Avinu. Avram Avinu is our father. He's teaching us what is our purpose in life. Avram Avinu says, you want to know what your purpose in life is? Look at me. My purpose in life was to be Shem Shamayim, to sanctify God's name in this world. And if it's going to be perceived because... I took from any wealth from Sodom, 
And the king of stone would say, Aha, I, I, I'm the one who made Avram wealthy. Then this would cause... Now, wait a second. Who's going to believe the king of stone? Come on. Who is he? He's, after all, as we know, the head of the nation that, if you can call them that, that the Torah says, Rishoim v'chatoim l'ashem ma'od. They weren't just bad people. They were ma'od. They were very bad people. And still, lest it be perceived that he, the king of Sodom, is the one that contributed and caused Avram to become wealthy, when Avram lives by the mantra, Vavorechacha, I will bless you. I, meaning HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Avram therefore has to take an oath because he is tempted to take the money. He is tempted to build another Eishel, to do more Kirov with this money. But still, uh-uh, the Kiddush Hashem that he does cause and to prevent the Chil Hashem, that is his mission in this world. Now, where, as we are speaking about what our mission is in this world, and basically to follow that of Avram Avinu, so there was, I have to tell you, a beautiful story coming out of Eretz Yisrael about a, uh, the time of Yom Noraim of a Jew working in a makolet grocery in Beit Shemesh. He happened to have been, as you'll hear, a Satmachasid. He was opening up boxes of Ner Neshama, Yorzeit Licht, before uh, Yom Kippur. And he found in the box, I kid you not, more than a half million shekel of Israeli currency. Wow! I'm not going to tell you who his local Orthodox Rav was, but he even asked his Rav, can I keep this money? And from the letter of the law, the Rav said, shh, yes. Now listen carefully. He said, I will not. And he traced back where could this money belong to. It happened to belong to, and I don't like labels, but because this person who found it was identified as a um, Satma Chassid, the one who lost the money was somebody who you would call a bit more modern, okay? And I have to tell you, when he called him and the person got his money back, all he said was that one word, wow. Not only did he say that, forgive me, he had, unfortunately, perhaps not the highest regard, and I'm embarrassed and ashamed to say that, for other Jews of, quote, that persuasion, but look at the incredible Kiddush Hashem that he was able to accomplish. Any accountants that are there, the Kiddush Hashem doesn't have to be one that makes yeshiva world and is known all over. A Kiddush Hashem is that when you put in X amount of time preparing somebody's taxes, 
you put in that exact number X and not add even a single hour. Avram Avinu says, Harimosi Yadi, I lift up my hand, I take an oath, and that is to be Mekadeh Shem Shamayim, how proud we are to have as our grandfather, Avram Avinu, who set the bar so high that we have that wonderful opportunity to try to emulate his most noble ways. Shabbat Shalom to all.